podcast we're happy to have you we're grateful to have you all over the world from the united states the turks and caicos islands canada uh canada canada sorry uh jamaica barbados grenada ireland and uh germany ethiopia australia puerto rico united kingdom singapore the philippines south africa turkey and we are happy to have you Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome to our platform and welcome to this uh, wonderful journey with the Prophet of Nations. We speak of many issues throughout the spiritual realm, what is going on in your life, in the world, and what to expect and what to be prepared for. And we advise you, as we have always do, to the repentance and the remissions of sin is a must to be saved you need to repent of your sins turn it means turn away from the ways you have always been doing things and turn to the ways of jesus christ you cannot be saved no other way but through the way of jesus christ if you find another way or some other way up the hill down the hill under the water round the hill round the stones i don't know about that one but I know, I know about the one that works, and it works for me. It works for millions of people who I have met, prayed for, intercede for. It does work for them. Sometimes it doesn't work the way you want it to work. Because it all depends on your calling, your, way, your life, 
your path your generation it all depends on that so there are issues gonna arise but the way the, the right way is the way of salvation which is through jesus christ if you like to find this podcast you can go on anchor spotify apple overcast and many other platforms you can find you can also find them on, on amazon and google go to amazon as well and check our books out we have some prior books out there uh written by courtney spence and um the uh, midnight uh, prayer devotional that, that's a beautiful one it has some prayer points for those who struggle with um, attacks in dreams you know dreams attacks comes through many areas and um, some sometimes these things can actually prevent you from serving God it can even lead to um, a state of unbelief in some people you know some people have the notion said if God love you so much why this are why that happened well it's because he loves you he's trying to tell you the things that is out there that you don't know it's there because sometimes we are just so in sync in our flesh we don't think we have a spirit we don't think we have a soul so most people are are just uh in sync in their own little world there's more out there there's more to a man than just to eat drink sleep and to do the things that you think makes you you know successful or a failure there's more to you you know we are pilgrims we are all passing through whether you like it or not we are all passing through this earth there's nothing more to hit we are holy we were created to serve god you know whatever you accomplish whatever you acquired in this life it is just for a little time it is just for to keep you occupied in the physical space to keep your flesh occupied but sometimes we overdo ourselves and it causes other problems many problems issues all sorts of things and man always be seeking to serve god if man does not find the one living god ain't gonna serve the moon the star the constellation the water the river the trunk the the the, the dog the cat the bull the rams the wood the stones the dead they will find something to serve and they will find something to worship you know why because we are a spiritual being and we, our spirit is always yearning to go back to the original state of man to worship the father it doesn't matter what you have in your flesh look at a person when they are about to pass look at a person have you ever been around someone maybe an elderly person a young person Whenever they are about to pass and they are in their consciousness of knowing that they are slipping away, their life is slipping away and not even their, very, their wife, their mother, their father, their brother, their sister cannot give a ransom for their soul. No one can give a ransom for their soul. They will be just slipping away and nobody can actually do nothing and they will be talking stuff uncontrollably, telling you what they or they sorry what they did what they that why would they do that because their soul is required of them at that time so they have no control over it it tells you that the soul the spirit is stronger than this the flesh it's like people are automated when a man is sinful in his spirit in his soul he's automated to do wrong so listen to the word of god thank you for joining us and um we are grateful to share the word of God with you. Thank you for those who have enjoyed our podcast. 
in the past just go back to some of the uh, the older podcasts we have done we have done a, a couple of episodes so just if uh anchor is one of the um one of those uh easier uh platform to to listen to it all depends on what devices and what part of the country what part of the the uh the nations are are the world you are at you know those who are in south africa i'm not sure what um platform you're listening to we will try and see if we can get it up on youtube as well that you can also access it on youtube so we are grateful and um thank you for those who have sent us uh questions and issues um about you know dreams and and uh, uh other issues that they may have and it's a simple 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 way you learn to pray about dreams but everyone cannot pray to rectify dreams dreams are not foolishness and i'm just gonna answer the question for those who ask dreams are not foolishness visions are not foolishness to discern someone is not a foolish um thought or you're crazy that's not what it is all human being it doesn't matter your religion it doesn't matter your ethnicity it doesn't matter if you're saved or unsaved we all do dream scientists i am not a scientist i'm not a doctor so i'm not going to speak from a uh medical point of view they have their own theory and their own analogy as to what they want to describe what dreams are but i'm going to tell you from a spiritual point of view based upon the word of god dreams are not foolishness if you want to think that dreams are foolishness, think again. Most of the things that happened to you, that ended you, that interferes with your walk in the physical realm, it caused, it is actually happened in the spiritual realm. So the dream would be like uh, 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 the, the unseen, not like, a, but it is the unseen part of a human being. Everything that you see around you, it is already done. Do you want me to go to scriptures? I could go to scriptures and show you that everything that supposed to be it's already done now go back to the book of genesis in the book of genesis when god created the world matter of fact the word let, let's start from john 1. he said in the beginning was the word and the word was god and the word was with god or the, you know the same was in this in, in the beginning so the word the same word why not become flesh so go back to genesis now so Genesis, when God made everything, he created, he speak that word and the word, everything come to be life, um, trees, cows, insects, molecules, everything just start popping up. The heaven, the upper firmament, the lower firmament. So he created man. But in the, in the, in the, in the word, it said, let us made man in our own image. So the word said God blew into man nostrils and man become a living soul. So if you go back and understand the scriptures, it told you about when the angels got kicked out of heaven and they kicked out, right? And a third of the angels came down, a third. So we all, all of us that was in heaven, why would God made a made a way of salvation for us to go back? Because we cannot go back the way we came down. And one of the great things about that is this. All of us were not born. All of the angels that came down, they were not born into the living realm. So everybody that's supposed to be alive or are alive or will be alive, 
they actually are already in the spiritual realm your mother and your father just get together and make the fleshly part of you are me you you might not have to believe what i'm saying but i'm telling you whether or not you believe it or not it is what it is it is what it is you don't have to believe what i'm saying so your mother and your father go together and they make they, they, god allow them to to get together and they they create they they, they um the, the fleshly part of you your bone your flesh but god already create your spirit so the ones that were not created and the ones that will not be born they are the ones who are giving trouble they're fresh they're from heaven they got down they were sinful they do all kind of crazy stuff to you and me daily and those are what you call devils those are what you call devils and if you die in your sin you got get a chance to go into the living realm which is the physical and you did not take up the way of salvation you did not repent you did not baptize you were not baptized with the holy ghost with the evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue and if you die in your sin you wind up become a devil because if you're not saved you are unsaved there's not in between there's a there's either saved or unsaved it doesn't matter how much you pray it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter how much money you give away that cannot save you that is good to help your brother and your sister to help your neighbor to help yourself but that will not save you remember the original plan is man to serve God God want us to God want to pull us back to him so he made a way of salvation so he sent his only begotten son John 3 3 John 3 16 he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have an everlasting life it is a wonderful way so it is imperative for you and I it doesn't matter how you love your wife or your wife loves you as a husband how your children loves you or how much you love your children you cannot give a ransom for your children's soul the only thing you can do is to encourages them pray around them you learn to save to be saved first you go and get saved first and then you teach your children and show them the way of salvation and bless them to be saved and pray for them intercede for them you cannot teach a person to swim if you cannot swim you cannot teach a person to dive if you have never learned to dive you cannot teach a person to fly if you have never flown. So if, if you're going to try to pray for someone, pray for yourself first. Start praying for yourself. Pray for something about, just don't get up and think that everything is going to be done by someone else. But pray for yourself first. And then when you'll realize, and be persistent. Be consistent and persistent with whatever you do concerning your own self. Because you are a reflection of other people you are a reflection of other people whatever you do in your body in your house your house your tabernacle it you're a reflection to others if you sin other people can get hurt because of your sin if you do well other people can do well because of your your being do, um, done well so we are a reflection to each other so the bible said we should pray for one to another so i will pray for you you pray for me you pray for them they pray for us and that's how it is so when you do that because your blessing might reside your blessing 
I'm telling you, your blessing can reside, your healing, your financial blessing might reside into another man's bosom, another woman's bosom. We need to pray for one another. Don't be afraid to pray for one another. One other great thing I would, would like to encourage is you how to pray for someone. Ask God permission to pray for people. Does that make sense to you? When you're going to pray for someone, if someone comes to you to pray for them, ask God permission. Let me tell you why I said that. You do not know where that person was. You do not know where their bloodline was, where their vein was. You did not know where their tree was planted before they came to you. Most of the time when people are having problems, it it starts somewhere and you cannot know where the problem started when a person came to you with their issue it's like a pimple somebody has a pimple on them and the pimple started to come um raise up in their face which is the most obvious place so everyone can see the pimple but you cannot see what caused the pimple i can use a volcano as an example too when the volcano is there brewing you see that mountain you see that that peak they are sit there for for years dormant but underneath the earth it is a boiling pot the deep has been boiling and then when it's ready when it is fulfilled god will just you know something we might the force of nature hit the head or, or the top of it off and then it start to explode that is the same thing with everything in life when a person comes to you to for prayer if you are not a regular intercessor ask god permission to pray for that individual and wait when you ask god wait another way I, uh, another thing i want to uh, encourage you when you pray you pray and ask god to heal you in the spirit ask god to to bless you in the spirit ask god to save you in the spirit the bible said we must worship god in spirit and in truth why would god say that because it is also telling you again that we are a spiritual being and everything that's supposed to be it's already done so basically if you want healing if you want that that is why i said dreams are not foolishness why do you get dreams god is giving you a synopsis of what is going on in the spiritual realm of a person God is giving you a synopsis. So sometimes some dreams don't make no sense. Sometimes they so they, they look real crazy. They look really um, out of the ballpark. Sometimes you are in one place to another. Uh, um, sometimes the reason why you are you have been brought back to certain places and think it is just to show you what was done in the spirit or in the past that has causing the problem that is now in the present. So you could be in Australia. I said you were born in Australia and you wind up moved to South Africa. So you're in South Africa. So you were born in, in, in Australia. Say you, you maybe moved from South um, Australia from say you're 15 and now you may be 40 or 30 years old in South Africa. And now you start having problems in your elbow. And then I come you come to me and tell me that you you went to the doctor the doctor cannot help the doctor tell you that you have arthritis the doctor tell you you have all kind of problems right but 
something had happened to you when you were, and, and so I prayed for you. I said, Lord, teach me how to pray for my sister. And I come before you and I place her petition before you. In Jesus' name. And I left it. And for some reason, I might be praying for someone in Ethiopia or someone in Jamaica or the United States or St. Vincent. And I'm there praying for you. And then all of a sudden, God maybe decided in mind to show me what has happened to your elbow. And he showed me that uh, uh, a snake maybe bit you when you were a child, but maybe you're, you forget. So it has damaged maybe a, a, a vein and a, a nerve or something. So now it starts to affect you. So what I'm trying to say here is this. Ask God permission to pray for people. When you're not actively praying, you're not a prayer warrior. Just ask God to pray for people. People cup, people vessel. Every one of us are a vessel. We are a vessel. So we do not know what people used to do before they come to you. So what you have to do, make God do the work. Because you have to remember, I am not the one who is, who is actually distributing the blessing. It's God. And there is order in the house of God. There is order in the house of God. We might not think so, but there is order in the house of God. The way God does stuff. So when you go to him and you go to him as a child, as a little child, you go to the father. So if I am interceding for you and I go to God for you, you see, I, I have developed a, a relationship with God. So it doesn't mean I can just go in and out. You remember the story with uh, Esther? And when Esther had fasted, and before she, and even though the king was her husband, she still have to bow herself. And the king has to put out, has to stretch the scepter, and she had to touch it in order for her to come to the king to make her petition. Does that make sense? So God make earthly things, and it might look stupid or it might look foolish to you, but when you think about it, it reflects the way how God set his order in heaven. God is not the author of confusion. He's a God of order, and there are rules and regulations. So the earthly kingdoms, the way they set up, it is not the way of God um, set up his kingdom. God's kingdom is fair, is just. Is you know, God is not gonna tell you that a black man or a white man or an Indian or a Chinese should go over there and groups up group up us in different groups. Because God is the one who made us all. But in the earthly kingdom, man always seek to dominate and control because man wants to be their own king. Man want to be their own enthroned, you know, deity. Man want to take the service or this worship away from God. It's not really man, but it is the devil that is in man. Because that is exactly why the devil got kicked out in the first place. When you go to the workplace, people always want to dominate you. If they found out that you are much simpler, weaker, or maybe not on their team in terms of being you know, aggressive or being assertive or being overly reached person, they will take advantage of you. And that is exactly what the devil does. So you can know by discerning, praying, you can know who are around you, 
what they are about, what is in them. Now, another thing I want to share with you is this. When a person sees you for the first time or sees you for the second time, and sometimes people discern, the things that people discern in you, it is because your spirit, my spirit, it's like a cell phone number. So you have a, so you have a Nokia, a phone. I have a, a Apple. You might have a, some other brand. Some other brand. But whatever brand you have, our spirit are similar in terms of we know the composition of your spirit. So the word of God said, know the spirit of error and know the spirit of truth. How are you going to know the difference? How are you going to know the difference? We know the difference by our spirit. But in our flesh, we do not know because you have to use your brain. You have to use your, some people might say, I, had a, I have a great feeling. I don't trust him. I don't trust her. Because they're using their own senses. The five senses that God gave them, they start to use that. And that is limited. It is limited to the physical things. But the spirit is not limited. The spirit doesn't even need the flesh to operate. The spirit is always going to be. Because even when you die, when a man dies, the flesh dies. When the flesh goes back to the earth, that spirit is still running up and down. And just don't have any body. That body just racked with pain and suffering. So death will swallow up that flesh. And it will go right back to the earth where it came from. But the spirit lives on until eternity. Until God decided what he's going to do with the flesh. Sorry, with the, with the spirit. That is how we know that hell and heaven is real. I, I have an experience in the spirit. Um... Some years ago, I shared I shared a lot with people. Some some people who I spoke to, and um, I might have shared it on this part uh, on one of our podcasts. But let me share this with you. I was in the spirit, and I was um, I have an encounter with the evil one, the devil. And when I was at, the Lord led me to a place, it almost looked like a, a pitch blackness. But there was a, it's almost like a, I couldn't I, I can't explain what it was under the bottom because I was almost hovering over this place. And when I looked to my left, I saw the devil. And the devil, but he, was, he didn't came close to me. He was just looking at me. And when, when he was looking at me and I, and I heard a voice in heaven start uh, calling out the names of my family. My aunts, my uncles, my brothers started to call the names of my family. I didn't see them, but I heard the names start to call. Loud in the cloud, very loud. As John has said, it sounds like, uh, like many waters. But the devil was there walking to my left side, walking in, in, in like on the line, on the sideline. But he was heading, and when I look, I saw this great darkness. When I tell you, it is dark. Not even the color black cannot depict that type of darkness what I saw there. It was pitch black. 
And when he went into that dark sphere or chamber or whatever it was, let me tell you something. I heard men, grown men, young men, baby, young, you know, I don't know how old they are. They were crying and screaming. I heard grown women, old women, young women, they were crying and screaming. I heard it, they were crying, they were screaming, they were terrified when I saw the devil enter that black, that blackness. Let me tell you, my listeners, heaven, God is real. The way of salvation is real. Hell, it is there waiting. It cannot fully, it has a appetite for sinners. Hell has a, an, 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 I wouldn't say even an epiphany. Hell has an appetite for sinners and death, pain, destruction to the human soul. The devil is not concerned about your flesh. That is why he, if he afflict your flesh so much. He's not concerned about that because he was not born. He was not born again. He don't care about your flesh. He doesn't care about your flesh. So he was afflicting these people. They were, they were yelling, screaming, crying in the spirit when he enters into their lives. Have you ever heard somebody when somebody, if, if, if there's an accident, hmm? if somebody's sick, if somebody, whatever happened to them, this is what always happened to people. So, God is our Savior. He's our Savior. And regardless of what we may think, whatever we may think, or think of churches, I, I understand. The Lord has said in his word where the, 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 the prophets, the false prophets, false teachers, false preachers, they have corrupted the word of God. And because of they have corrupted the word of God, it has caused a lot of people to turn away. Now, when people go to church, sometimes they go to church for different reasons. Some people just have an immediate issues and they think that they should go to church. They tried everything in this world and they go to church and it, it has not, um, it has not um, rectified and they turn away from God. Again, I would tell you this. It all depends on where, what, what was in your bloodline, right? So if there are certain things that is in your bloodline and it needs to be rectified, we do not know how long what when we pray for you deliverance does not take one day for some people sometimes it takes one day for some people sometimes it takes a long time it all depends on your calling it all depends on what god wants to use you for all of us has purpose every man in this world has a purpose every man has a purpose let me go to the, the, the word of god galatians 1 verses 10 and let me read this i'll show you something it's it, it says for do I know, for I do, sorry, for do I now persuade men, our God, 
are to do or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be a servant of Christ. Now, when you serve God, who do you please? You know, most people, whenever they try to serve God, because they are fresh in their flesh, they baptize, but they have not been delivered. Their flesh has not been under subjection because they still have their worldly ways in them. They tend to do things to, to please or to, to, um, to illustrate to people. And when they illustrate to people a lot um, how they feel, how they do, what they do, when they do. And that is where these sometimes so-called false prophets, they, they came into be. Because one of the things is this is um, they tend to, they, 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 they start to give you degrees and stuff about how, what, what the word of God should be like. Right? So the theologian schools will give you a degree, doctor such and such, doctor this, doctor that, because they are very eloquent in the word of God. But it doesn't mean that they're going to be saved. And sometimes when we understand the ways of God, I tell you the truth, it, it, makes, you really, it makes you really worried about a lot of people who have followed some of these, not only prosperity gospel churches, even some of our regular churches that we go. Many of us are going to wind up in trouble with God because of some of the things that we have been doing. And always is going to be much grievous because we have led, if we have led other people not to be saved, it is imperative for people to be saved. It is very imperative for people to be saved. It is just wrong for us to just um, cause other people because of money or because of something else to, to, to turn away from God. Go, go to the book of Luke. Go to the book of Luke, uh, Luke 1, 16. And it says, And many of the children of Israel shall be turn, shall ye turn to the Lord their God. It means that is, is a is lot of people in this world. A lot of people in this world are going to be saved. And it's gonna, these people are going to be saved through you, me, and those who we have known. This is what is going to happen. Many, many of these people are going to be saved. So by many of people going to be saved, it all depends on what I said before earlier with, with what I said. What you do in your body, what you do in your house, what you do with your salvation. You are a door to other people. I am a door to other people. Sometimes we don't have to go and, and preach a fiery sermon. If you notice, I don't, I don't illustrate the word of God like some people. They scream, they yell, that is them. I don't serve men. I don't serve people. I serve the true and living God. I serve God because I know him. I have developed a relationship with him. So, so you can develop a relationship with God. And when you develop a relationship with God, it is not like what people acquired you to do. I was not taught by men. I was taught by God through the Holy Spirit. Many people who I have gone church with, I have um, used to travel along the way, go do ministry with people. Some, sometimes they, they, they look at me as weird. They look at me as, uh, as um, out of it. 
Some people even say they're going to ask people to pray, um, pray for me. Not pray for me in a good sense, but pray for me because they think I'm crazy because they don't think this, some of the things I've been saying is just off. But let, let me tell you something. They usually said Jesus had a devil. But yet at the same Jesus, now all of us are worshiping and praising to go to heaven. So you understand the, 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 what the devil, the tactics that the enemy uses against us. It's very um, outlandish and out of it, and it will get you off your track. That is the, exactly what the devil want, always wants to do, to get you off your tracks. Because when he get you off your tracks, you, you, you get you away from God. Remember, God made all things, and he made all things for his purpose. So by he made all things for his purpose. If you draw closer to the maker, the creator, the things that he has made and have in this world for his purpose, to, to, to whoop you at your tail to, in order for, to get you to turn from your wicked ways, in order to turn to him. Because he's trying to tell you that we don't have all time in this world. We are only here for, for a few, for a few seconds, not even a, a minute. We are here for a few seconds in this life. The devil makes us think that we, we, uh, we are here forever. If you notice people who act as if they hone this, they hone that, they, they, they put their names and they, they act as if there's nobody belong here or there and they are the, one, the only one belong here. They may be right because they are not leaving this earth spiritually and physically. But they who are not of this world, they actually afflict us. And when they afflicted us, this is why we pray. This is what why we fasted. This is why we fast and this is why we pray. This is why we stay in the word of God because of this same self-same reason because that is the only thing going to keep us in this world the place will be burning down you know and um when the place is burning down we are still in in in, in with peace because the bible saying gonna give us the peace that passes all understanding it's not like the peace that the world gives as i was saying last week about the, the february 14. people think that is only one day if, if you if you who are in Christ, you think about it. How can you love one day? There is so much other things that happen during the year. If if, if, if it's only one day you can sure show up your love and the rest of the time you, you, you show your economical strength. Now you tell me if there's any sense in that. Show your love, love people every day. Love God to love people every day. That's what you do. You love people by praying for them. You love people by you know, by by doing what you can, because everyone does not have the ability to do a, a lot of things that we, um, you know, you and I can do. So God is a good God. Let me tell you something. Let no man prevent you from serving God. And when we serve God, as I said before, do not allow people to prevent you from serving God. No brother, no sister, no husband, no wife, no children. Don't let them, let them prevent you. Let them get a greater understanding of what you're doing. But you have to learn to swim, to dive in order to save them. The only thing we can do is to pray. We pray for those who are not, um, those who are not uh, able-minded able or simple-minded enough to understand this way of salvation. The way of salvation is not about guns and bombs. And some people say they are Christians, but they will kill you in the split of a second. Some people say they are Christians, but they will, they will, they will, they will agree to fight a war to destroy some other people because they, they say they're scared of them or they're afraid of them. But yet they are the ones who are wicked. 
Some people are said they are Christians, but yet they, 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 they're wicked to themselves. They would um, put drugs and, and do all kind of crazy stuff, drink alcohol and kill themselves. They don't understand that the devil use these things to destroy your body because he wants your soul. How can you? It's almost like if, if you go into the earth to find a, di a, a diamond or, a, or, a, or some gold. You know that when those gold or diamond comes out of the earth, it has dross or dirt or clay on it. So you have to either process it, put it through, through, through some form of uh, chemical to remove the dirt, the clay, in order to get down to the fine, um, to get down to the, to the pure diamond or gold. So this is what I'm saying, that the devil have to get your flesh. You have to destroy your flesh. And what he does, he give you everything that you need in this world. He go to Jesus. Jesus fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. And he took Jesus up on the pinnacle and said, look at all the kingdoms of this world. In talking about Australia, the, the United States. in talking about Canada, uh, Africa, all the, the 52 or 53 countries in Africa. He's talking about Asia, talking about the Caribbean, talking about all these places. These are the kingdoms of the world. Um, Russia, China. Japan, all these uh, Southeast and India. This is what the, the devil was talking about. So Jesus that is in you, when we pray, when we fast, we, God take us unto a spiritual heights. He take us unto the spiritual heights in the spirit. This is why people hate us. This is why people don't like us because we are, we were, we were not supposed to be up there because we do not have the, 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 the what do you call it? Because they are not spiritually minded. We are spiritually minded. So their spirit is telling them, look, this person is over you. This person is of authority over you. So no, they don't like you. No, they hated you. The Bible said, just like when they hated God, they hated Jesus. And if they hated Jesus, they're going to hate me and you. This is what this is what it's all about. This has nothing to do with race or color. This has nothing to do with that. The devil do not afflict his own. Always remember that. The devil do not afflict his own. If you belong to the devil, he give you anything you want. Have you ever noticed how people sometimes, some of the things that we, we think that a person, take for instance, if you have somebody who, they have done every manner of evil with themselves and their bodies, they're sinful, they're wicked, but yet they have many riches. They have riches, they have power, they have authority. They are, and, and, and they are just mean they are just mean and terrible people. But yet, God allowed them to be in authority over you as a child of God. Sometimes you, you wonder if God hear your prayer. Sometimes you wonder, why am I in these circumstances? But let's, let, let me give you shocking news. God allowed these people to be in charge because they are of this world. God is trying to tell you, why are, why are you physically minded you're not supposed to be physically minded of these people they're gonna be here they're gonna stay here they're not going anywhere what they have that is all they're going to get in this world if they do not have god that is all they're gonna get that is their constellation that is their constellation they have nothing more to get they have nothing more to get so don't worry about them what you need to worry about is your own salvation. Now, God used these people to afflict you and me. Why? In order for you to come to the righteousness of God. So look what they do. Look what part of your life they are, they are actually focusing on. Are they focusing on trying to, to get you to be obedient? Are they trying to subjugate you to their will? 
Some, you have to fast and pray. The Bible said these can only come through fasting and prayer. If you don't know how to fast, go to Matthew 6. Read it in its entirety and you'll learn how to fast. There are different types of fasting and there are different types of fasting for different reasons. But this one is the most basic way you fast. Matthew 6. Afflict your own soul. Afflict your soul. We can't just live to eat. Don't live to eat. If you live to eat, the devil, if you eat too much, the devil will go and kill you with food. Think about it. You see, those people who love to eat, the Bible says they wax fat and they kick. Meaning that they wax fat and when they kick, they mean that they, they die. Food will kill you as much as food will make you live. Isn't that something? So it tells you that the blessing of God can be a blessing and it can also be a curse. The same food you eat can kill you. So if you live to eat all the time, you will die. And if you don't eat, you will die. Life is very, life is actually on a slim and a thin margin to stay alive. So when you think about all these things, why would you waste your, your life? Why would you just live your life to eat, drink, marry, and have fun? There's no, there's no fun, 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 as you call it, fun. You know what? You know what that is? That is like a stupor. The world drink, mixing up a stupor for you. So when you drink it, you wind up becomes drunk. You're drunk in the system of this world, the way of this world, and then you forget God. And when when you when your soul is required of you, you cannot you, you you cannot take it back. You cannot redo what you have you were supposed to do for your own self. You came into this world when that matrix was open, and you came into this world. The matrix is your mother, your mother's womb. When it was open. To allow you to come into this world you're gonna you responsibility i do not care what you have acquired into this world i was talking to someone this week about this man this man was very rich i've known them a long time this man is very rich he, he used to have airplanes he has resorts he have businesses here there and everywhere start from nothing but he god bless him so much that he has all these things but he passed away, I think either last year or this year. And I was making mention to this individual and I said, look at that man. I use him as an example. He has all the things in this world, but yet, but yet he died. And wherever he gone, he went there by himself. He didn't take a penny. He didn't take nothing with him, but what he has on his back. So this is what I'm trying to tell you. Let no one, go to Galatians 1 verses 10. Let no one prevent you. Let no one prevent you from serving God, the true and living God. Don't let no one prevent you from serving the true and living God. It is amazing to, to, uh, to, to, to do the things of God and, to, and to, um, to continue to serve him in every which way you can. I will take a quick break. Uh, take a quick break. This is the Prophet of Nations speaking. My God, He saves and keeps. Oh my God, and yeah. My God, You save and keep. 
of nations speaking uh, thank you for joining us from the United States uh, Canada Turks and Caicos Island Jamaica Barbados Grenada Ireland Germany Ethiopia Australia Puerto Rico the United Kingdom uh, Singapore the Philippines South Africa and Turkey thank you for our listeners in the in in Canada who are, who are just joining us thank you for your um, continuous support to listen this ministry and uh, we are grateful to have you um, share it, share it with your friends. Share it, share it, share it with um, your neighbors, and share it with those who you can listen to it. Those who are having trouble sleeping at night, sometimes um, I've get um, gotten testimonies of people who have uh, have done um, who couldn't sleep, and they they wind up listening to this podcast, and they 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 have um, a great deal of sleep and rest. So the word of God will give you sweet sleep. Always remember that. The word of God will give you sweet sleep. Now go to the book of Isaiah 32, 4, and it says, The heart also of the rash shall understand knowledge, and the tongue of the stammer shall be ready to speak plainly. This is what God is saying about those who are tarrying for the Holy Ghost. God is ready to fill some people with the Holy Ghost. God is ready to clear up your speech. God is ready to, to wash your, your words the Bible said, let your conversation be seasoned with grace. Let your work, let your walk, let your talk be seasoned with grace. God is ready to deal with some people through the, 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 the oral uh, accolades of what you say. Sometimes when we speak, we don't speak plainly. Sometimes when we speak, we, 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 we have uh, impediments in our speech. But God going to clear up your speech today. This is the word of God. He's going to clear up his speech today. We're going to go to um, Psalms, the book of Psalms. We're going to go to the book of Psalms, which is Psalms 102, verses 28. And this is what it says here. Psalms 102, two, verses 28. This is what it says. Let's see where we find it. And it says, The children of thy servant shall continue. And their seed shall be established before thee. God is saying that when you serve God, when you serve God, when I serve God, when others serve God, the true and living God, our children will serve God because of what we do. Even when they gone to the club, they go to the party, they go gone, they, they serve other gods. 
they will come back to the true and living God. But you and I, we have to pray for them that they will turn to the true and living God. That is what it is. We have to pray for them, for them to turn to the true and living God. We cannot leave them out there by themselves. Even when they become great um, adults, we have to, we, we, we have to, um, we have to pray for them. We have to pray for them. Go to the book of Ecclesiastes 3.15. We were talking about this earlier, about everything that's supposed to be, it's already done. So Ecclesiastes 3, verses 15, and it said, That which has been is now, and that which is to be hath already been. And God requireth that which is past. So everything that's supposed to be, it's already done. Everything that's supposed to be, it's already done. The six days that God used to make this earth, you, me, everything, the beast, the donkey, everything, it's already done. That's six days that he has made everything. So all we have to do is to worship God. So if you notice, God made all things for our convenience and to occupy our time during the during um all this uh you know how people act as if they have this and they have that but god already made us and he made everything to support life as we know it so go to the book of john the gospel john john 1 john 1 john 1 1 and he said in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god so this is what i'm trying to tell you if when we when i encourage people and tell you to read the bible i'm saying read it without um, understanding at first just read the bible from genesis to revelation why why i told you that it's like a the bible said it is only the word of god can clean you there are certain things that needs to be cleansed from your cup from your vessel from your body from your mind from your soul from your spirit how would you clean it you cannot use water you cannot use soap to clean it because these things are spiritual so the word of god from genesis to revelation read it don't try to find out where Eve was when he was talking to the devil, if he was on Facebook or Instagram. That is not important right now. What is important is for you to go into the Word of God, study the Word of God, read it for what it set out to be, what it was written for. In the first day, God made this, God made that. He made the upper firmament, the lower firmament. He made man, and you and go on and on. Just read it until you reach the revelation. Every day you come in, read, go through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, learn to pronounce the words, learn to understand what this or that mean. When I was telling you in, in other podcasts about when God speak, sometimes God said Israel, and we think that God, well, the world, or most people think, even in churches, they would say, well, Israel, they're talking about Israel in the Middle East. So when God is, why would God put his word, which is for you, me, and all of us, why would he just speak of the, um, Israel in the Middle East alone. It kind of sounds weird, don't it? But God is talking about the people in Iraq, Iran, Turkey, Muslim countries, uh, Buddhist countries, Hindu countries, agnostic countries, Christian countries. God used the word Israel to, to use it as a way to talk about a country. Because in those days, Israel was a place where everybody go. They go there to worship. They go there to do to sell stuff. They go there to do things. So think about that. When he said Jerusalem, he's talking about the capital of a country. Sometimes he speak of Jerusalem in Jerusalem. But what I'm trying to say here is this, is the, the way how God, the way how God operates and the way how God do things, 
because we lack the spiritual knowledge of him. They, they, every day God give a revelation as to all the things that is going on. You really think that any politician, any preachers, any teachers, even the individual who's gonna kill other people and destroy other people, you really think God doesn't know who they are? You really think God doesn't know who they are and what they were born to do and what they are about to do? God knows what they're doing. It's just because people in general, they do, they do not stay in the word. And by they not staying in the word, that is why everything just seems crazy to people and seems like a surprise. And they say, oh, people are bad and they're ready to make wicked laws and rules. All these things already been done. The hearts of men are wicked. The one who sometimes make the rules are wicked. The one who kill is wicked. If they are not saved, they are wicked. You have to understand, one thing trigger another. So when anger, when anger and sin boils together, it make up a, a wicked stew. So when people do certain crimes, they make a wicked law. And when they make a wicked law, then it, it damages thousands and destroys other people. That was not intended, intended to destroy. Without people come to the knowledge of God. Without people intercede for these some of these folks. So this is what I'm trying to say about when a man is not saved. When a person is not saved, they will do wicked things. They will do wicked things, I'm telling you. They will do some things that will make you cringe. When a person is not saved. So let no man prevent you from serving God. Don't serve God because you want to prove to someone that you're serving God. You don't have to have a placard on your head to show people that you're serving God. The devil know who you are. The devil know when the last time you fasted. You think the devil doesn't know? Why do you think the devil would, um, would come and interferes with you? He interferes with you because of that. That is why everywhere you go and give you trouble. Go to the book of um, Abukok. Abukok uh, 2, verses 19. And it says, Woe unto him that saith unto the wood, Awake, to the dumb stone arise. It shall teach. Behold, it is laid over with gold and silver, and there is no breath at all in the midst of it. You remember I told you earlier, are in other podcasts, do, those who go to the grave, those who go to wood and stone, your car, your house, those who go to dead idols and, and monuments, those who go to statues and they're really statues of dead people who used to be wicked, just like them. They pray to them, they, they relish them, they hold them up as some emblem before them. They cannot talk to you. You talk to them, they cannot talk back to you. They were made by an artificer. Somebody who sculpted them. Somebody who would think that they were some revered devil or some human that meant a lot to them. No, that those things cannot speak to them. That things cannot help them. So woe be unto you who revere the statue, who revere monuments, who revere dead bones, your ancestors, the grave, the dead. Go to the grave and do all kind of incantation. Woe be unto you. They cannot speak back to you. They cannot help you. If they could have helped you, they wouldn't be a statue. If they could have helped you, they wouldn't be a dead wood. If they could have helped you, they wouldn't be in the grave. They cannot help you. This is what the word of God said. Abukuk, uh 2 verses 9. And he said, Woe unto him that said unto the wood, Awake. How can you awake dead wood? How can you awake a tree that has been cut down? How can you wake up the dead that is in the grave, rotten bones, rotten decay? 
Can you wake up the Pharaoh in the tombs in Egypt? You can dig them up and look at them. But that's all you can do. They can't talk to you. They don't even know what you're doing to them. Don't let this world fool you. Don't let this world fool you. This world is full of mysteries, craziness. But when you find Jesus, when you find Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, you will find life. When you find Jesus Christ, you will find wisdom. You have to be foolish to have wisdom. Be foolish to this world to have wisdom in God. Don't let people fool you with fancy words. Fancy words cannot save you. A bachelor's and master's degrees cannot save you. It is good for this world. It's good for you to achieve because that's what the world is required of you. But that cannot save you. That will not take you to heaven. You can speak nicely, eloquently. It doesn't matter. It cannot save you. God is only the one can save you. Only Jesus Christ can save you. Only the way of salvation. Remember to be to repent, to be born again. To be born again. Go to Genesis. Genesis, the book of Genesis. Genesis 42, 7. And it says, And Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them, but made himself strange unto them, and spake roughly unto them. And he said unto them, Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. Let me tell you something about this here. Have you ever... Can you... Same thing I was saying about discerning people. You don't know where people were. So ask God permission. Ask God permission about people. Sometimes you're talking to people and you're, you're praying, you're interceding, you're at work, you know that the person you don't like you, your person... You know the individual don't like you. You know the person don't like you. You know they are not of God. But you still have to pray. Pray for them. Excuse me. You still have to intercede for them. Because you know that devil that is in that individual, you can, you can, um, God can remove that, that spirit and turn that person around to God. So Joseph knew his brethren. Remember what his brothers did to him. He used to be a dreamer. So by Joseph was a dreamer. His brothers then couldn't understand because he was younger. The youngest brother so they think the oldest brother should have gotten that gift but god chose to give joseph which he was a benjamite and they sold joseph into slavery so they will sell you you who have the gift in you your brothers your sisters sometimes they don't like you because of the position because they think they are the ones who are supposed to have it to have that gift but you know them. You see them. Why you see them? Because you see them through a spiritual lens. But you have to love them. Because they don't know that you see them. So Joseph speak roughly to them. And they came to buy food. Because they are hungry. So they go into the world. When they go into the world, you see them by they go into the world. You see what they do. You see, you see the way they operate. You know them. You see them. So when people behave a certain way, it doesn't mean that you have to act. Based upon what you see, it's not because you're trying to be a hypocrite. You're not a hypocrite. You're just that everything that you see physically appear before you. You cannot react to it. You cannot answer to everything people say. You cannot answer to everything people do. Some things you have to leave it alone and let God deal with it. Deal with it in prayer. Deals with it in prayer. Deals with it in prayer. Don't let people um, allow you. To get out of your compass. So Joseph saw them. And Joseph speak to them roughly. But they did not know. You know why? Because when God deals with you. Even your very own will not know you. 
they knew who they they, they they have done the brother wrong and they they have not they have not known they have not known him they have not known him because they have done him wrong so because of that they 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 were afraid they were afraid so by they were afraid they actually cause um they actually cause Joseph and Joseph turned himself away and Joseph wept. Sometimes when you see the things, the, the, the state of your brother and your sister, they do not understand the ways of God. They, they will act crazy. They will act crazy. But let me, um, I will take a, a quick break again and I will um, come right back with you. of nation speaking thank you for joining us and uh, we are grateful to have you thank you for our listeners in the united states uh, turks and caicos island canada jamaica barbados grenada ireland germany ethiopia australia puerto rico united kingdom singapore the philippines south africa and turkey you can also get our uh, podcast on anchor spotify apple overcast and many more remember to go to amazon uh amazon we have some books in amazon written by courtney spence mishpat baptism Midnight uh, Prayer Devotional, you can also get the Fasting, the new one, which is Fasting in the Watches uh, in uh, Kindle. You can also get them in Kindle. So check them out and, um, you know, they will help you a lot to, to formulate some of your prayer points. They will help you in whichever way you can. For those who are having trouble in dreams, dreams attacks and stuff, the, the Midnight Prayer Devotional will help you. And um, But stay into the Word of God. Remember to repent repentance and the remissions of sins is a must get baptized if you're not baptized baptize in the lord jesus christ's name and uh tarry for the spirit of the holy ghost to be um for you to be infilled the infilling of the holy ghost go to acts 2 38 39 and you can go to read also john 3 3 john 3 16 and romans 8 verses 9 you can also read that and it will help you somewhat okay 
to to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Tarry at home. Tarry at home. You don't have to because it, the churches is not gonna be the same way. I'm telling you, churches is not gonna be the same. The COVID nineteen has knocked things out. God has allowed it to happen. It might not seem so to the world, but it is so in the spirit. God has allowed the, the, the coronavirus to change things around in order for man, woman, boy, girl, and child to come to him. Now, for those who um, remember to support us also, you can support us through the, the, the Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Overcast. You can support us there from 99 cents up. And you can go to the Way of Holiness Ministries as well and support us or leave us a prayer request there for yourself, for your country, for your for your family, for those who um, thank those who um, who have sent me requests from as far as Ethiopia um, and those who have listening um, on YouTube on our YouTube uh, uh, prophecy channel they, they they go there and they you can go to the way not the way but way of holiness ministries at, um, uh, at Instagram and you check out our daily uh, scriptures and um, and see you know Check them out and see. They will help you to, to keep abreast and keep afloat of what is going on in this world. Now go to Exodus 34. I'm going to show you something about the um, when the children of Israel has left Egypt. They left Egypt in the in the month of Abib. Abib is also the month of uh, April in the English version. And the Lord actually give us a, a commandment, as well, a statue. That we should keep and we should do this every year the feast of the unleavened bread shall thou keep seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread as i have commanded thee in this time of the month of abib for the month of abib thou cometh out of egypt so we are we came out of egypt we came out of the world because of what was going on in the world so god said we should keep the statue every year we should keep the statue Eat unleavened, um, gluten-free and um, cakes for seven days, and pray and afflict your soul. After you, after you, you, you break your fast. You, you go and eat with your family and pray and give God the glory and the honor in this time of the year, the um, the, the the month of April. It's about from say the fifteenth to about say the twenty-second or the twenty-third somewhere there, but that is when the children of Israel has left Egypt. It is a, it is a statue we should keep. By the grace of God. So there's another one I want to share with you, which is the um, Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah. And um, the book of Jeremiah is very interesting. Uh, a great prophet who had um, suffered many, uh, suffered many, you know, by speaking the truth and peace, speaking the word of God. You don't have to be like other people. That's what I'm saying earlier. You, you don't have to be like other people. We cannot follow people to serve God. We follow, we listen to God. We don't listen to man. What God tells us. We don't have to brag. We don't have to boast. We don't have to rise ourselves above ourselves to serve the true and living God. Jeremiah 4. Jeremiah 4. We go to the book of Jeremiah 4. Jeremiah 4.22. And this is what it says. It said, For my people is foolish. They have not known me. They are sottish children. They have no none understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good, they have no knowledge. People are so wise. They will trick you out of your clothes. They will trick you out of your bank account. 
but they are foolish. They are foolish in the things of God. They're very foolish in the things of God. They're very foolish in the things of God. Now I'm going to go to uh, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians uh, 1. Is it 1 Corinthians 1? Yes. 1 Corinthians 1. And um, I'm going to... This has to do with... Uh, I know it's going to be a little controversial at times, but it's okay. The things of God is not is not to... You know, the, the Bible says about the word of God, how it's sweet to the mouth, but it's bitter in the belly when you eat it. So it, it's sometimes the way how the word of God is. People going to take it and twist it and turn it any way they want to turn it. But listen, you can turn it any way you want to turn it. If it is not what God wants you to understand about it, you're not going to understand it. You're going to be going around in a circle. So it said, 1 Corinthians 11, verses 10, and it said, For this cause... Ought the woman to have power over her head because of the of the angel? Um, if you break it down in other versions, it will actually explain and tell you why. Did you know, like in the Middle East, um, in some countries, the reason why women cover their heads or why they should cover their heads, especially when they are um, they they out in public or when they are ministering, going before God, it is because the head of the woman is the man. And the head of the man is God. And when they say that woman is under authority, it means that the woman has a husband. It doesn't mean that in in nowadays people are gonna twist it up and turn it their way, and say that I don't believe that women should have authority. And I have no. I, that's not what I'm talking about. He's talking about what God want the woman to know that she's either married or she has a father. Does that make sense? She's either married. A woman must not be callous, especially when they are married. Because your body belongs to your husband, your husband's body belongs to you. You're one flesh. So people not supposed to be to, a, a person who is married and they, they, they flaunt themselves in provocative ways and they act as if they were single. Or if they are prepared to be married, they act as if they are single. You have to be a wife before you be a wife. You have to be a husband before you be a husband. You have to be a son before you be a son. You have to be a daughter before you be a daughter. Or you have to be these things before you are called these things. This is what God is saying. So he said the woman should cover her head. Meaning that, you know, mean that you're going to wrap yourself into a plastic bag. I'm saying that you remember that you are under authority. You have a husband. You have a, a wife. Let it be made known in your actions. Let it be made known in the way you carry yourself, the way you talk, the way you behave. Let it be made known to the spirit, to the spirit that approaches you or who sees you. Let it be made known. Take your hands off. Take your eyes off. You can't stop people from looking, but I'm saying... Let them know that you are under the authority of someone who God's place over your life. That is what this scripture is talking about. Know yourself, women. Know yourself, girls. Know yourself to go about your daily chores and your daily business. Let the presence of God be in you. Let your life reflect and resonate 
the one who God set over you. But if the man is not in his right position in God, the woman will do just about anything. And he's going to be as miserable because he don't know no different. So it is reasonable to say, don't be unevenly yoked with unbelievers because it can cause problems for your spiritual walk. But the man, or the, the, the husband or the wife is, is sanctified by they who are saved and they who love and trust God. That is how it is in the word of God. So it doesn't mean that you're going to get divorced. It doesn't mean that you're going to kick the man or the woman out. It doesn't mean that. That's not what I meant. It means that they are sanctified. You're married already. You are with the person already. That's fine. By the grace of God. It has been a great week. It has been short, but um, I'm grateful to, to always remember that you are the greatest gift that has um, come out of all this uh, podcast that I've been doing. And I'm grateful to have your, your listening here. I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful. Thank you for my listeners out there and those who continuously listen to this podcast. It's, it's been challenging for a lot. Those who have uh, suffered the, 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 the uh, pandemic and has lived through it economically, spiritually, and physically. But it is it has to be done. It is the will of God. It is a new covenant that has been written that man will come to the knowledge of God, that they will know who God really is. Man is not in charge. Countries and nations are not in charge. They are just there because they have to be there. God is in charge. So when you are in Christ, when you are in God, when you stay with him, trust him, you will understand the effects and the knowledge of him. This coronavirus will last until 2023 before we we actually get any solution, proper solution to it. Vaccination is good. It is good in the sense in which it is sent for or therefore because man has to give you confidence in him. But this thing will last until 2023. Take my word for it. This is the Prophet of Nations speaking. And uh, have a wonderful weekend. And uh, stay in Christ. Our Lord Jesus. Pray for your neighbor. Have a good, have a good afternoon. Yeah.